WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Sherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. Here. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Live on this Wednesday, February 7th, it is Indeed Kale and Company right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We are always live on the free Odyssey app and, of course, streaming live for your video viewing pleasure on YouTube as we head until 10 o'clock this morning, 855-839-1210, the phone number on social media at 1210 WPHT. I am at Nick Kale, K-A-Y-A-L, Dawn Stenzelin with the news. Greg Stocker, the chairman of the board, Phil Omquist, Anthony Dorenzo, our associate producers. Happy hump day, everybody. Dawn, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Gregory? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> you in a good mood? I am. Beautiful. Good. Yeah. Should be. We got a lot of great stuff today. Lots of great stuff Ooh. today. Cut sheet 745. Tony Bruno live from... Radio Row in Las Vegas, Nevada at the Super Bowl. Wow. And we also have our keyword. Keyword. Day number five at 8.30. By the way, I got some preliminary, 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 whatever. Um, I got some numbers. Preliminary. And and people are very, very, very interested in this contest. I know it's shocking. I know it's shocking that people want to go on a... Free cruise to the Caribbean for seven nights. For seven nights with, with four people, with with three of their friends, family members, people they just want to bribe. I know it's you know. So you're saying hard to believe radio radio listeners like free stuff. Free stuff. I never knew that. And by the way, if you haven't signed up yet, yeah, you can still do that. You don't have to have every keyword to win. And in fact, maybe at eight thirty, Nick, you can just go through some of the keywords. That, uh, you know, from previous days. Oh, I'll be like a teacher giving out the correct answers as we go over the exam. <laughs> and uh, you can sign up right now and take that to 1210WPHD.com and register. There and you go. It could be you. Sounds we'll, good. We'll call you on the air. Yes, we will. Uh, Friday, February 23rd. Wow. About that. Yeah. We have a huge show today for you guys. I'm telling you, there is not a... Slow moment on today's program. We have a big take about free speech with Tucker Carlson in Russia interviewing Vladimir Putin. (laughs) RNC, Rona McDaniel, Rana McDaniel, Rana McCain, whatever you want to call her. Romney. Goodbye. Yeah, McCain, Romney, Bush, they're all the same. (laughs) Get out. We're done with you. Her maiden name's Romney, right? Yeah. Alejandro Mayorkas, not impeached. Donald Trump loses an appeal. I will explain what I think the next steps should be, and then we will get into the timeline of this debacle. The GOP is very bad at... um, At At everything? At (laughs) impeaching people. (laughs) They're just not good at it. This never goes their way. So we will dime out those four Republicans, including the one from Colorado, who always seems to be a thorn in the side. He might as well just flip from R to D. I swear he never votes with Republicans. It's unreal. Uh, Also, Elon Musk exposes Walt Disney's racially motivated hiring practices. 
Uh, this is a very interesting development last night. And also, Bud Light, their new Super Bowl ad, I believe, has been leaked. I thought it was supposed to be Super Bowl Sunday, but it's out, and we will discuss that. I think you might like some of the people that are in it. Do we have it? Do we have the Do we have the commercial? Ooh. I believe Phil has oh, it. Yes, good. he does. Wow, so yes, we can debut it here. That's right. Take it for what it's worth. It's coming from the internet. <laughs> All right, let's get to the news. We never have to worry about the validity and authenticity of these reports because they come from a two-time Emmy Award winner, the great Dawn Stenzel at 604. Good morning. Chilly this morning. I will tell you when the warm-up begins, 30 degrees right now, here on Kale & Company News Live, Wednesday, February 7th, Philadelphia police investigating a shooting that has left two people injured, including a 12-year-old who is recovering in the hospital this morning. So this happened on the 5300 block of Lindsburg Boulevard just before 4 p.m. yesterday afternoon, right outside an auto shop. Police say the 12-year-old suffered a graze wound to his head. A 43-year-old man suffered a gunshot wound in his back. The 12-year-old was rushed to the hospital. He's in stable condition this morning. However, the 43-year-old man transported to the hospital is in critical condition. Police investigating that one and many speaking out with outrage after a 12-year-old innocent victim was shot. The grieving widow of a Pennsylvania state trooper killed in a DUI crash on I-95 is now taking legal action. A newly filed lawsuit says the death of 29-year-old Brandon Siska could have been prevented, 100% preventable, it says, saying the trooper Siska should have returned home to his pregnant wife, who we know well. After his shift on 2022, Siska and trooper Martin Mack were helping a pedestrian. ID is 28-year-old Reyes Rivera Oliveras get into the back of their cruiser on I-95 South, right near the stadium complex, South Philadelphia, when that deadly, tragic crash happened. Well, they're saying it resulted in the troopers, as well as the man they were trying to help. They took a father-husband away from his family, and that family deserves these answers. That, according to the family attorney. So this is a wrongful death lawsuit against the convicted drunk driver, 23-year-old driver, Jenea Webb, convicted of killing all three men, but it also alleges vibe uh, a lounge, a hookah lounge, vibe hookah lounge in Philadelphia's Germantown neighborhood. It accuses them for illegally serving alcohol and marijuana to Webb, even though she was clearly intoxicated. Mm. So uh, the lawsuit claiming that Webb was, you know, she, everybody could tell that she, well, according to witnesses, etc., that she was highly intoxicated at that establishment. She was being overserved alcohol as well as marijuana. So it's the establishment's job now to uh, realize when somebody's had too much and not serve them? That's what the lawsuit's alleging. Yeah. Ridiculous. As in it's ridiculous. These, it's absolutely ridiculous. You're, you're referring to, like, I mean, like bars and stuff, right? Like restaurants that are serving? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a hookah lounge. It's, well, yeah, I know that. It's yeah. a place that has, uh, you know, it's a, uh, you can s- smoke uh, a hookah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With well, they your, also your choice had, of uh, ingredients. Yeah. They also they also had no permit or license to serve alcohol. So there's another problem. So when they were when well, all this the, when the story broke, yeah. that lounge was it shut down like the next day yep. because they weren't even permitted to gotcha. you know that whole thing. So um, so in any event, that's something we're following very closely as far as that lawsuit. And these lawsuits are not uncommon. In truth, if you have a party, if you have a party and somebody leaves your party 
drunk and they get in a road in an accident, mm-hmm. you're you're going to get sued. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yep. Should have taken all of their keys and stuck them on in the bread basket on yeah. top of the refrigerator. I mean, then we've seen that one. Then seriously, why should anybody open a bar or why should anybody open a place where they serve alcohol if that's the case? You know what I mean? Yeah, especially with the cost of getting one of these liquor licenses in the state, which yep. is not a pretty, uh, it's a nice pretty penny. I'll tell you that much. I have literally had family parties where I said, "Oh, oh, I just uh, just got a heads up from my neighbor right up the road. They're stopping everybody. They have one of those." You know, where they're DUI stopping checkpoints. DUI checkpoints because some of my relatives were, you know, because you do, you have to, I mean, first of all, you're worried about the people you love and so on and so forth, right. but it's going to come back on you. Yeah, you got to protect your butt. So, accountability. Philadelphia police launching an investigation after they say a strange package containing two preserved fetuses was delivered to the Mutter Museum that happened yesterday. Everybody's pronouncing it Mutter, Mutter Museum. Yes. I've always heard it Mutter. No, is it Mutter? It's it's the the Mutter the Mutter Museum. Because it's like Swedish. <laughs> is it Swedish? Mutter Mutter German. I think it's German. Is it German? Yeah. The Mutter. Yeah, it's where they have the the pickle punks and all yeah, the those, all that those, stuff. All those creepy <laughs> science project things. Yeah, well, that's. <laughs> so they said that they opened it up. There was a letter said that this was a retired physician yeah. and he or she was saying they had these two specimens and basically this is the stuff you uh, you might be interested in having. So ultimately, they do take donations. This was just a, a weird one. So uh, you know, they have to look into it. Who knows it how old this is? Fetal remains, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Feet, well, they're saying fetuses. Feti. Feti. Jeez. <laughs> Isn't there a comedy bit on this, yeah. like Foxen, Boxen? I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's get to Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro delivering his budget address, saying, among other things, how do you pay for all this? Well, time to tap into the surplus and time to legalize recreational marijuana, Pennsylvania. Wow. So the governor calling on lawmakers Amen. to legalize the drug. I Amen. 30, 30 years late, but let's go. Yeah. <laughs> right? Come on. So... You know what? If you have a budget and you're maybe going to raise taxes on some things, the most brilliant—the most brilliant thing you can do is just put pot right yeah, at the headline. Yeah, I agree. That's what, that's all everybody notices. So we've got that going on. He's unveiled his budget, budget seeking billions of dollars, and we know for schools we have that ruling a year ago. So they they by law have to reallocate money to certain schools etc i uh i predict that it will be some sort of ballot initiative to get people out uh in november it's a good call that will be that will be on the ballot some sort of abortion measure will be on the ballot and ding 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 gop goes or uh pa goes blue i mean i will say this though i mean i think if you're a state and you're seeking additional revenue I mean, the fact that there are some states across the country that haven't legalized marijuana and or sports gambling is just outrageous at this point. Yeah. I mean, it should be legal across the board in every state. It You're printing money. That's basically what Shapiro is saying. Mm-hmm. That, you know, why, why not? All of our neighbors are doing it. Yep. So tap into it. He also wants to raise the minimum wage, which is one of the mo- one of the lowest in the nation. So he pretty much wants to double it and bring it up to to what our neighbors' minimum wages are 
in, for example, Jersey. Where are we at? Seven fifty still? Yeah, it's, I mean it's, it's outrageous. And so it, he wants to bring it up to fifteen. J- uh, Jim on the YouTube chat writes, "Yippee, keep the people high and unaware. The people are right are already high and unaware. It's <laughs> yeah. just it's just it would just be legal now, and you could get revenue from it." Yep, yeah, this is true. I'm not going to. I know Nick has a ton of national stuff, so I stayed local here in the news. We have so much to get to. Just real quick on the forecast, the warm up really begins, and we could see some record warm heading in. We are at thirty degrees right now. Heading up today, we're still in the mid-40s, still brisk today, but I will tell you, starting tomorrow, wow, we are in the 50s. By Saturday, we're looking to 65 degrees for Saturday. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, Saturday, we may see some sprinkles, but as of right now, it's it's not a washout by any measure. So today, it's actually 48 degrees. They've just re-upped this. 48 degrees today. Tomorrow for your Thursday, bright, and these are this is bright sunshine today, Thursday, Friday. Tomorrow, 53. Friday, what a beauty, 55 degrees. Saturday, we could see 65, especially down the shore. For Philadelphia and closer in the city to Philadelphia, we're looking more like, um, more like 58 degrees, 58 to 60 for your Saturday. And then Sunday, 55 degrees. What a warm spring-like stretch. But all the meteorologists and National Weather Service keeps teasing us, saying, don't put away the winter coats just yet. We of course not. We could see, you know, it's it's one of those Februarys where we could get blasted with some snow. Mm-hmm. Kale and Company News Live. I'm anticipating one more deep Arctic freeze. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know when, but it'll just be one more thing. We're, just one more ready to get yeah. out of it, Dawn. You pull out the <laughs> golf clubs and then kaboom, six inches of snow and a high of 19 degrees. <laughs> it's so true. Can't wait. All right, 614 on this Wednesday morning as we get ready for a midweek big take. Hi, everyone. Oh, hi. Oh, hi, How Steph. are you? <laughs> there she is. Sorry about that. <laughs> she was like, she's so excited for the big take, she thought she was doing it. Uh, Love Stephanie. Uh, hang on a second. Just give me one second. Stephanie and Talk Matt. amongst yourselves. Yes. <laughs> not set up properly. So, Dawn, oh, no. what are your thoughts about Ronna McDaniel? <laughs> I know, right? We were like, oh, well, you played that sound, or Greg, Greg and you played the sound the other day mm-hmm. of Trump. Being very coy, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, I think, think so." He, I think, he obviously knew, right? Yes, That's I would believe so. And he's probably eyeing up. Um, not, not obviously, he can't just directly choose it. There's a new election that'll have to take place, but a lot of people speculating that it'll be uh, Michael Watley, the North Carolina Republican Party ah, chair. Okay, we're ready to go. You ready to go? I'm ready. To Let's go. go to a big take, shall we? The big take on Kale and Company. All right, the big take brought to you by Turn 7 Liquidations, conflicting views on speech. You know, censorship has been a predominant weapon of choice for the left and mainstream media over the last three and a half years. However, in a hyper-emotional election season, it appears that 2024 is showing some mixed signals when it comes to the censorship industrial complex. And there's a range of stories and headlines that illustrate where we are at this very moment in America. You have Tucker Carlson in Russia getting ready to interview Putin, much to the chagrin of the legacy media. It's okay when they interview uh, Osama bin Laden, but if Tucker Carlson interviews Putin, it's treasonous. Bill Maher will not allow the far left to deplatform Republicans that he wants on his show. Spotify just paid Joe Rogan a cool $250 million in a brand new contract extension. So to say it's a mixed bag of conflicting stances and trends on silencing viewpoints would be an understatement. 
But let's start with the censoring of news on a political level here in America. In 2020, we know the New York Post story on Hunter Biden's laptop was real. Yet the government and social media colluded together to shut down the sharing of that story. Polls indicate that one in every six Biden voter would have voted differently had they have known that information. Now here in 2024, we have TV gas bags like Rachel Maddow of MSNBC and Jake Tapper of CNN deciding not to air Donald Trump's speeches as if there's some sort of sanctimonious viewer discretion advised warning that should come along with Trump and a hot mic. And while legacy news media is dying, social media is thriving. And the numbers, sadly, do not favor conservatives. Rumble has 20.5 million users in the United States. Twitter has 51.6 million. That pales in comparison to Facebook, 177 million, Instagram, 140 million, and TikTok, 108 million. Those three sites, we all know, far more left-wing friendly. But the deck isn't stacked entirely against Republicans and Trump supporters. Bill Maher, no Trump apologist by any stretch, But he has abandoned the far-left lunacy of the woke progressives, and he refuses to be told who he can prop up on his show. In an interview published Monday in Reason magazine titled Weed, Wokeness, and 30 Years of Free Speech, the HBO host said he received scorn from, quote, a pretty famous person for welcoming Republicans to his show. In the sit-down, Marr was asked how often he is accused of platforming which is a growing sin among the left, of allowing a conservative on a mainstream liberal platform. Marr said the following, I had Ron DeSantis and Ted Cruz on this year and Bill Barr. And yes, to answer your question, I can think of two people, and I won't say who they are. One of them is pretty famous, just yelling at me in an email about that, Marr said. And my answer to that is, F off. You know what? You live in your ivory tower, And I'm going to talk to everybody in the half of the country that you find is so deplorable. They're not going to self-deport, even if they are deplorable. And some of them are. And some on the left are deplorable, too. And incredibly obnoxious. That's the country, says Bill Maher. Anybody with a brain, a basic grasp of the Constitution, and mildly thick skin can realize that deplatforming opposing viewpoints is un-American and it's cowardly. Bill Maher at least gets points for that. And speaking of free speech and mainstream media, mild kudos to Spotify for reaching a new contract extension with Joe Rogan. See, even companies on the left value speech if you bring in revenue regardless of your viewpoints. Rogan is the perfect example, a former liberal who is now a Trump supporter who speaks his mind, and Spotify acknowledges his value. The Wall Street Journal reports the contract is worth up to $250 million between a minimum upfront guarantee and potential revenue shares based on ad sales. Rogan signed a fully guaranteed deal with Spotify in 2020 for $200 million over three and a half years. The original deal was set to expire this year. As good as Spotify is, YouTube remains number one for broadcast, for opinion, and for podcasts. Did you know that 29% of all broadcasts end up on YouTube, compared to 17% on Spotify and 16% on Apple iTunes? So if you've ever wondered why Kale & Company is only simulcasted on video with YouTube, well, now you know. The reach for speech 
is tremendous on there, as long as you don't play a Tom Petty song. But the mainstream media's agenda has been brought to the light in the last handful of years, and it's very reflective of their decline in consumption. Vivek Ramaswamy points out a myriad of examples of the fake news. Vivek tweeting the following. The mainstream media lies like it's their profession, yet the abysmal failure of their business model suggests it's not even in their best interest anymore, which makes you think. Russia collusion, Hunter Biden laptop, Charlottesville, Bubba Wallace, UC Smollett, Covington Catholic students, Gretchen Whitmer kidnapping plot, the COVID lab league theory, the Steele dossier, don't say gay was in the bill, migrants, kids in cages, Georgia election integrity being the new Jim Crow, Duke lacrosse kids, January 6th footage, peaceful BLM riots, ivermectin is a horse dewormer, and Trump used tear gas to clear a crowd for a Bible photo. The list goes on. You're right, Vivek. Indeed, it does. And now the mainstream media, not happy about Tucker Carlson interviewing Putin over in Russia. But why would he do this? Well, that's what journalists do. Listen and watch this clip of Tucker over in Russia. We're in Moscow tonight. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed. They have no real idea what's happening in this region, here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. But they should know. They're paying for much of it in ways they might not fully yet perceive. The war in Ukraine is a human disaster. It's left hundreds of thousands of people dead, an entire generation of young Ukrainians, and has depopulated the largest country in Europe. But the long-term effects are even more profound. This war has utterly reshaped the global military and trade alliances, and the sanctions that followed have as well. And in total, they have upended the world economy. The post-World War II economic order, the system that guaranteed prosperity in the West for more than 80 years, is coming apart very fast, and along with it, the dominance of the U.S. dollar. These are not small changes. They are history-altering developments. They will define the lives of our grandchildren. Most of the world understands this perfectly well. They can see it. Ask anyone in Asia or the Middle East what the future looks like. And yet the populations of the English-speaking countries seem mostly unaware. They think that as nothing has really changed. And they think that because no one has told them the truth. Their media outlets are corrupt. They lie to their readers and viewers. And they do that mostly by omission. Don always says media bias by omission. Tucker takes it a step further, saying it is lying by omission. The media and the government, they like when you are uninformed and distracted. And certainly when you take what they feed you as gospel and undisputed truth, like You know, when you're caught up in your own little world and you're scrolling and you're swiping, texting and tweeting, oblivious, but also obnoxious to those who dare to think critically and speak freely. And most people are. A study by Syracuse University's journalism school, according to The Blaze, found that just three and a half percent of American journalists now identify as Republicans. If true, 96 and a half percent are either Democrat or independent or perhaps not even registered at all. 
which explains a lot of the omission, the slants, and the bias. And we're seeing a lot more voices that are speaking out against the establishment mindset, but those are the powerful and the select few. But it just might be enough, given the reach that those people have, to continue the trend of Americans realizing what the system is about and how the game is played by all of those who fall in line. And while there are certainly and definitely conflicting views on speech, make no mistake about it that the censorship industrial complex is working overtime in 2024 as the election gets closer and closer. And that's The Big Take. The Big Take on Kale & Company. All right, Big Take this morning brought to you by Turn 7 Liquidations. Overstock emergency. Turn 7 must liquidate to the bare walls, and they have to do it immediately. No games. All name brand merchandise from the biggest online retailers have been sacrificed up to 90% off. Turn 7, Philadelphia Mills, Morristown Mall. Hurry, Turn 7 Liquidations. We'll come back. We'll get into Ronna McDaniel stepping down as the chairwoman of the RNC. Also, the House fails to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. And we also have more disaster in New York. Now we have moped riding migrant mobs and they're terrorizing senior citizens in New York City. We'll get to that story. Donald Trump, a busy, busy show this morning. Nick Dawn and Greg, Kale and Company. We're back after this on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Super Bowl Sunday this Sunday. And FanDuel Sportsbook, in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, is America's number one sportsbook. Is going to help you celebrate. I said, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs plus two and a half. I also like Travis Kelsey to score an anytime touchdown at plus 100. And Patrick Mahomes to be the Super Bowl MVP at plus 140. FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Greg. FanDuel.com slash Greg to sign up right now. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is official partner of 1210 WPHT. 21 and over, President PA, $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is not trouble. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms of sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Kale and Company On Demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Nick Dawn and Greg, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Of course, you can get us on the free Odyssey app and watch us live on YouTube. Cut sheet. 745. Disney keyword 830. Tony Bruno live from Las Vegas right after the keyword. We got a lot of stuff to get into, so let's get right down to it. Uh, yesterday, it was interesting. I was watching you know, my favorite show. I was watching The Five. Yeah. And, uh, and then I got done. I was eating dinner, and I must have left the TV on, and I heard Brett Baer say they're going to be voting soon on uh, Alejandro Mayorkas and the impeachment efforts of House Republicans. So I immediately pulled up my TV guy. I'm like, All right, let, me get, let me get to C-SPAN in case Fox doesn't carry it live. I put on C-SPAN, and... Yesterday, we get another slap in the face in the uh, United States of America. And it's our own, and everything basically falls on party lines. But we have four House Republicans that decided to vote nay when it comes to the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas. Let's take a listen. Uh, Here is how the count went last night on uh, C-SPAN from the Speaker of the House, Mr. Mike Johnson. 
On this vote, the yeas are 214 and the nays are 216. The resolution is not adopted. All right, so we have a failure last night. Marjorie Taylor Greene walking out on the steps last night saying this thing is not over yet. They could get back to it again later next week. But you have four Republicans to blame, four weasels. Uh, that is Tom McClintock, Republican from California. I'm done with you. Ken Buck, Republican from Colorado, who seems to vote with Democrats for the most part all of the time. This guy might be the biggest skunk in the bunch. Mike Gallagher, Republican from Wisconsin, and Blake Moore, Republican from Utah. So Democrats remain united, and of course, we have this divide here in the Republican Party. Uh, we will get to uh, this latest push from the Matt Gateses of the world and the Lauren Boberts of the world when it comes to Trump. But this was so infuriating. Glenn, I'm not sure if you watched this last night or if you saw these results come down live, but I watched it, and I'm just thinking... How can a Republican look at Alejandro Mayorkas and not describe this as a dereliction of duty? How can anybody sit there and say 300,000 plus people in one month alone? We don't have a closed border. We don't have a secure border. We don't have any border at all. If, In fact, if you want to use the word border, you can just say we have an open border and you vote against this. And I get it. Mayorkas is a puppet. He's a sacrificial lamb. Even if he is ousted from his position, as long as Joe Biden wants to have the policies or lack thereof at the southern border, this will continue. But how can Republicans get things accomplished and appease their constituents and make progress when you have guys like McClintock, Buck, Gallagher, and more that actually vote nay to this? Why would you not want Mayorkas out of the equation? Even if it's just getting your pound of flesh, even if it means nothing will change in these next nine months, this to me is exactly why the Republicans are an unmitigated disaster, because we have too many little factions and segmented groups within the party itself. Two things I would say. Number one, we we have to, you know, Representative uh, Blake Moore he was the one who he did he did vote no, but that was a procedural thing so that they can bring the resolution bring it back. back. Yeah, yeah, so that one was it. But to your point, Nick, I, I mean, I simply think there's that old saying in a relationship, whether it's a personal relationship, a business relationship, or in particular, if you're the new House Speaker, you never want to be surprised. You never want to appear to be that person just slapped in the face in public. Mm-hmm. And so this was. It just seemed like Nancy Pelosi, I hate to say her name, but I have to bring her up. Yep. She was very good at knowing if and when she had the votes. And if they did not have those votes, then she knew it and they did not go to the floor so that she avoided moments like this. Mm -hmm. So she always had the appearance of looking like she was in total control. Mm -hmm. And so in this case... The the headline is, oh, smack day, you know, and Mike Johnson, no control. Look at those wild and crazy far right Republicans who are still, you know, wagging the dog or what have you. And so that's what Pelosi was good at. We now realize for decades. And this is what the newbies have to learn. Yep. Don't go to the floor with this thing mm-hmm. 
if you don't if you don't know one hundred percent that you've got it yep. right. You're totally right. And now this is two straight days. So Mayorkas not impeached. And then we get a ridiculous bill that we discussed yesterday in the beginning of the show where, uh, yeah, we'll get $20 billion. And by the way, the $20 billion for the United States is for immigration, not specifically border security. And oh, by the way, on top of it, as we discussed yesterday, for our $20 billion, Ukraine's border is worth triple that. At sixty billion, so I at least uh, some credit for them yesterday. As I said, shooting it down is a terrible deal. Trump's right; no deal's better than a bad deal. But this is two straight days where Republicans have not gotten the job done, and we'll see how it plays out. And when you don't get things done and you don't get things accomplished, you get the continuation of what we are seeing at the border and in the sanctuary cities. And I want to go to New York City, and I want to play you this video. This is what these Republicans that voted nay to, they are now continue to allow these types of things ha- to happen. And there's no end in sight. For the next 9, 10, 11, 12 months, um, th- these types of incidents, and honestly, these sad, sad assaults will continue to happen. Let's play this video if you are watching on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT as a horrific video shows a woman that was dragged along a New York City street by a migrant. uh, We have a moped riding migrant mob crew. Try saying that 10 times fast as uh, two suspects have since been arrested Kleiber Andrade, 19, and Juan Uzcadagui, 23. Wow. If you're watching this video, this moped comes around the corner. Yep. 62-year-old lady um, clinging to the migrant or the bike, and she just gets whipped off of it into what looks like a sawed-off telephone pole Mm -hmm. or maybe like an old um, parking parking meter meter stick. Yeah, yeah. Parking I mean, meter, that's what it is. And you watch the surveillance here, and there's another lady with a stroller who's walking up alongside one of the cars, or man, that's actually a motor or a moped or a scooter as well. That lady at 62 year old probably probably has a broken leg, a fractured hip, a dislocated pelvis. It's unbelievable. And we're just discarding, you know, darn near senior citizens off of mopeds like they're uh, you know, like you're flicking a booger. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Maybe like you flick a booger. Well, wow. Back in my day when I was a kid and I did that kind of stuff and I didn't care. Uh, yes, but I mean, that, that that is the level of disregard for humanity that we are seeing right now. And didn't I say this when, when we saw the assault for the cop in New York in Times Square, that I'd be willing to take it to the bank that a lot of these migrants have a track record and a history and a rap sheet. Yep. And you just don't come here like, as a good citizen for the, the better life of America. And then the moment you get to what you deem to be the promised land, all of a sudden it's it's chaos and carnage. Mm-hmm. Now, these are probably career criminals. I'm going to make a confession. Oh. My sons and I, one of our guilty pleasures is when Larry goes to bed early, we watch Narcos. Okay. We love it. But it is so violent. There's some cultures that you know, in the world that are just the whole drug culture. I mean, it's, and they're horrible countries. It's a very violent region of the world. So violent. Yes. And so when I see this happening, I immediately think to myself, okay, there are a lot of people in the world who are, who are escaping those horrible regimes 
and the violence, mm-hmm. and they're good family people that are trying to escape and legally try for asylum. However, it would appear that since we opened our border, a lot of those very violent people might be here. Yes. And now they're going to they're going to supersize the gangs and the violence and the stuff that we already have. Right. It's you're right. It's double barrel action now. So we don't prosecute the American citizen criminals. We let them back out on the street, and we have an open southern border that allows violent cartel drug gang members into our country. And it's just going to create chaos and drama on steroids in our big cities because they know we don't. We'll, we'll arrest you. But you're back out on the street in three hours. Uh, Phil, can you put up that video again? I just want to see. Yeah. I just want to see. So what? Le- so she was on the moped, or were they trying to? There's a, there's a, a ring going on of people that are stealing cell phones. Oh, they were trying to steal her bag. Probably a theft. And, and she held on to it, yep. and that's why they were dragging her. And she put up the fight. Yeah, because you, oh bl- you see the blue bag in her hand there. Yeah. I mean, she's just laying there, like, you know, completely motionless now. What do you do, Dawn? If that's you, do you um, do you let go of the bag, or do you do you try and get it back as like a statement? Dawn would mace him. Here's the thing: I know that the answer that I should give is, of course, you let it go. Yeah. The problem is nobody expects that to happen, mm-hmm. and it's your human instinct. Yep. yep. And that's what's happening. I mean, you're riding along. You're it's it's you're in shock. And you just do something that's a primitive instinct mm-hmm. to hold on to what's yours, and that's what sh- what people do. We all we all say, "Oh, I know it's not worth your life. Give them your car, give them your bag." Right. But your, I fear your that gift my can be replaced. Mm, you can't be. Yep. My fear would be that my instinct would be something else. And well, what we're going to see, I agree. Uh, I guarantee you, people like this, more and more people are going to carry well, w- mace, guns, whatever. Well, that's the thing. You just you just throw up your hands and give no. up to lawlessness and say, no. well. People are going to steal it anyway, so I guess you know yeah. what I mean. You're you're right. Your instinct is to want to fight back and mm-hmm. shoot them. Yeah, <laughs> I, it really is. We need a dark night right now. There's it's no just doubt. it's it's unbelievable to me that like and this happened in New York. I'm yeah, yeah. assuming right, yep, right in New York City. It, it's just it's the. It, 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 the spotlight right now on that city as far as these sort of crimes is just horrendous. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Yep. But to your point, you just said dark night, Nick. Mm-hmm. That's not so far off. I think we will see a rise in this vigilante. Vigilante justice, yeah. right? You're going to have to. You have the frustration, the level of frustration. Although the moment you do, then you get Daniel pennied. Well, but he wasn't wearing a mask. That's why I think really we're going to have people yeah. who go all out and are just maybe looking for this yeah. in a real vigilante way, not just yeah. the, the Daniel Penny type that's that's there do a good Samaritan. Well, that's that's the other that's the other piece of this is that do you get involved in this knowing that you know you, you might get prosecuted well you're definitely going to get prosecuted what's the old adage of you know they never catch the first guy they always get the mm-hmm. person that retaliates when you when you were picked on at school and stuff like that so they won't they won't arrest the criminal but they'll arrest <laughs> you for defending yourself or you know trying to do the right thing as a good samaritan but dawn's correct making the comparison to narcos because you see in you know these south american places all the time these 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 drug dealers and gangs and everybody riding around on these mopeds and everything like that and they're bringing it here yep they're absolutely bringing it here yep and it's a violent culture and they just see nothing wrong mm-hmm. with with driving up to you know women and taking their purses because mm-hmm. no they doubt. know nothing's going to happen to them that's right and they come here to new york and guess what nothing happens to them correct yeah. 
progressive police policies. There you go. 855-839-1210, the phone number. As we continue on the other side, Donald Trump loses his absolute immunity appeal in his 2020 election case. What's the calendar going to look like and the timeline, and how will this interfere with his re, uh, his election campaign? We'll get into that when we come back. But first, I have to tell you about my friends at the Piazza Auto Group. And, you know, one of the things that I love about working with our friends from the Piazza Auto Group is always being invited to test drive so many new amazing vehicles. And I had the opportunity just about three weeks ago to check out the 2024 Honda Pilot Trail Sport. That is their premium big sport utility vehicle. And it features a seven-mode driving system, trail watch, multi-camera view, gorgeous 18-inch alloy wheels, and all the technology you can imagine, including wireless apple carplay and this vehicle is big it's powerful it's fully fully loaded you can take it off-roading also if you have a wife with kids sports extracurriculars friends sleepovers you're gonna love that third row seating and you can check it out right now at one of their five honda locations in philadelphia pottstown redding springfield and langhorn check them out online right now piazzaautogroup.com this is the Kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. So the news coming down yesterday that Donald Trump has lost his immunity appeal in his 2020 election case, a federal appeals court in Washington, D.C., ruling that Trump does not have immunity from prosecution in his election case as a result of having been president at the time of the alleged crimes, Trump now expected to ask the Supreme Court to overturn the appeals court ruling. Uh, they go on to say, quote, we cannot accept that the office of the presidency places its former occupants above the law for all time thereafter. That was one of the panelists in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit. Quote, for the purpose of this criminal case, former President Trump has become citizen Trump with all the defenses of any other criminal defendant. Uh, As I said, he is expected to quickly ask the Supreme Court to overturn the decision, or he can ask the appeals court uh, and their entire judicial lineup to rehear the case. Uh, Legally, they would call that term en banc, which is French for on the bench. And basically what they would do is they would go from just these three justices to all of the judges of the appeals circuit court And it would be like a collective hearing where they all sit and hear the case. Uh, Dawn, I'm not sure if this came down uh, during your show or after, but your thoughts on this from a timeline standpoint, uh, I'm curious because, I mean, I think you're going to, if you want to drag this out as long as possible, if you're Trump, you go with the Enbank approach first, then you appeal it to SCOTUS. And I would think that this takes a significant amount of time. I mean, March 4th, we know that trial date has been thrown out. But now you're probably talking well into the summer, late June, early July, until a lot of these things get rolling. And maybe not even a ruling until the end of July or early August. And I I think that the sad thing about all of this here is we are allowing, in a nation of 340 million-plus people, possibly 12 jurors, to determine an election 
as opposed to 140, 150, 160 million Americans. That's the saddest takeaway of all, is that if you truly value democracy, right, do we really want 12 people to determine whether or not Trump can beat Joe Biden? Or should we let the people and 80 million or 74 million or 70 million people decide this by voting one way or the other? That, that's, that to me, is the, the, the biggest shame of all of this. And, and look, think about this. From an image standpoint, and I know we're up against it, so we'll continue on the other side. But think about this. Even if they don't get the the guilty verdicts that DOJ wants or anybody, any prosecutor in any one of these four indictments, 91 criminal charges, think about the imagery in August of 2024 in the middle of an election and seeing Donald Trump in that picture in a court. For those that are still persuadable out there, that image, it, that's a bare minimum for the Democrats right now. Because for those that are still on the fence, they see that picture. That could be the reason why they don't vote for him, as some of the polling has indicated. I want to get your thoughts on this on the other side. I know we're up against it, so we'll come back. We'll get Dawn's news, and then we'll get Dawn's thoughts on uh, what happened yesterday with Trump's appeal that did not go in his favor. 855-839-1210. Nick Dawn and Greg, hour two of Kale & Company, is coming up next. Stay right there. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings, 6 till 10. On Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.